Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Wednesday. Today is hump day. Well, I'm so sorry for the late podcast because I've been up trying, been preparing myself to get ready for this hurricane, get everything cooked up and, you know, stuff like that, get my house together. So, you know, sorry for the late podcast. But today we are at day 15, fasting from wrong thinking. So I hope y'all are being safe. Wednesday, hope y'all are getting yourself prepared. And just know that these stores are closing at 6 p.m. today if you are in Houston. So make sure you get everything you need and don't be on this road because I I have a gut feeling this storm is going to turn. Okay, that is my input. So today is day 15. God is far from me. God is far from me. Today we are fasting from the thought that say God is far from me. We must learn not not only discern between right, right and wrong, we but we must distinguish between right and almost right. But it's almost it is almost right to ask God to come down and help us. It sounds holy, it sounds humble, but but you will truly be but you will truly be free when you discover He's already here. Emmanuel means God is with us. When God came to earth, he put an end to the separation between God and man. Separation between God and separation between us and God is a myth. The devil wants us to believe it to keep us powerless. We are separated from we are separated from God through our sin. Isaiah 59 chapter. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 2. But Jesus took away the sin through his blood blood. Therefore, the moment we are born again, there's no separation anymore. We sometimes feel that sometimes we sometimes feel that he is so far away, but he's not. He is here. He is there. He is everywhere we are. Um, so we're gonna change that way of thinking today. So let's change it today. Number one, Psalms chapter 46, verse 1 say, He is an ever present help in time of trouble. Wow, you have to love this thought. Love this thought. Have you ever had times of trouble, but notice he's ever present? Then it say help in time of trouble. It is his ever present that brings us through the times of trouble. I can remember, I always ask God, I always be like, sometimes I feel like God is not with me. God is not near. So I will always be like, God, just send me a word. 
show me a sign or just give me some kind of clarification that you're here with me, that you're proud of me, just to know that I'm doing something right in my life. And sometimes he does it because sometimes I can look in the sky and there's a cloud made of a cross. Or one time I looked in the sky one day and it was like spelled out in clouds, love. So it is different things that God will let you know that he's there with you. Or it can have be a person. Somebody can just walk up to you and be like, I'm so proud of you. You're such a good mom. Whatever the case may be, God is there with us. We're the one who chose to leave the rock. God never left the rock. So when you when we start feeling like we that God is not there with us, it is us. It is something in us that feel like, I think, what did I do? Or what why God not with me? And all God has never left us. Number two, take him at his word. Jesus said in Matthew, but in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, Lo, I am always with you, even to the end of age. There's no inter, inter there is no way to misinterpretation this verse Jesus is always with you that has warmed your heart and comforted you so God is always there with you take him at his word get into his word and know that God will never leave you nor forsake you God is always there there are times you might feel like oh God I don't know what to do you just like tired but God is always there with us we might not think it but he's always there number three Christianity is not a life of attainment but a life of recognition um your faith might come might become affection through the knowledge of things that which you have which a knowledge of those things which you are already in in christ jesus many people focus focus on the attaining god present and god blessing but the scripture clearly but the scripture is clearly knowledge recognize he is already in you his gift is already in you recognize he's already in you in the gift his gift is already in you so recognize that he's already in because god made us so well and made in god's image so don't feel like you, you know that you don't feel like god is not there god is always there he sent his holy spirit so we have to be filled with his holy spirit because the gift is already in you christianity is not about finding god it is about Jesus finding us, spilling his blood to clean us from all our righteousness, taking us into his arm and breathing his very own spirit into us. Now he lives in every person that has accepted him as his saving Lord. Romans chapter 8 verse 11. Tell us that the spirit of God lives in us. Um, this is talking about finding God. So whenever... You feel like God is not there with you. Just know that he's there with us. His blood cleanses us from all unrighteousness, taking us into his arm and breathing his very spirit into us. So God gave us life. So when God wake you up in the morning, the devil is still mad because God is not through with you. God still got other things that he want to do in your life. God is like, I'm, I'm not going to let her go. I got to complete this work that I promised her. Like I told y'all on yesterday, God is going to make you into a beautiful masterpiece. Just remember the butterfly. Number five, resent the temptation to pray. God comes down and help me or send your spirit. He has already come. He has already sent his spirit. Our battle is to believe it, whether we feel his presence or not. He is in us. I am. It is not us living for God. It is us living from God. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 say, It is no longer. 
it is no longer I live who I live, but Christ lives in me. So we got resisted temptation to pray. I remember I was like, oh, I'm going to pray then. Sometimes I just fall off and go to sleep. I really forgot I prayed or whatever. Or I forget to read my Bible. So I, um, like this morning, I'm going to tell you the story at the end, tell y'all what happened this morning. Um, but we have to know that uh, God comes down and help me or send your spirit. God is already with us. Even though you might not feel his presence or, you know, whatever, he's always there with us. Sometimes you like, we want that. We want to have, like, we just want to know, like, God, I just need to know you're here. Just let me see your presence. Lord, I just need a touch. He's already there, so stop. <laughs> I know I do that too, but just know that God is always there with us. Okay, number six. It is not us living for God. It is us living from God. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 say it is no longer I who live but Christ lives in me so Christ lives in us each and every day so it's not us living for God God wants to live for him God wants to be in his image he wants us to be compassionate for people he wants us to have a heart for people go out there and do his work go out there and make sure everybody is saved or trying to get themselves together he don't want us to be about like you know how some people are in the church like if you wear certain stuff i can't believe she came into the church i looking like this that is, you know you know the mothers of the church you know how they are um i can't believe she came in this church looking like look at that dress so high up and all that makeup showing her boobs her butt too big all oh, that's that maybe that's gonna be what that's probably all she has to wear thank god that she came into the church i stopped being so ridicule this judging people god did not give you the mantle and told you to judge everybody he did not tell you to judge people so stop that this this christ living us that and you know christ did not tell you to go out there and be judging nobody telling people how they dress and all that type of stuff god did not tell you to do all that but you just take it upon yourself to do what you want to do so we have to step aside and be like okay god i'm gonna live for you i'm i'm gonna live for you christ i know you live in me so i want to be like i want to be christ-like so we got to stop saying you know stop judging people start just stop it stop judging people stop this just, just stop because that's probably all that little girl probably had to wear or whatever oh you know she probably just came from the club and said i'm going to church you don't know her circumstances you don't know her situation so stop being so judgmental because it was you once upon a time in your life so just because you know your scripture, it's because you know the bird don't make you no holier than the other person. Mm. I said what I said. Okay. So this morning, I woke up around 4 15, 4 20, somewhere up in there. I, um, hold on for a second. about that so this morning i woke up around like 4 4 15 4 20 somewhere up in there maybe like 4 45 i can't remember but it was foolish so i woke up and i started feeling anxious for some apparent reason i just woke up out of my sleep because of anxious and i knew what i had done i was um i had got me some chick-fil-a tea 
and I was eating candy, all this stuff that I shouldn't be doing, but I was doing it anyway. So I woke up and I was like, oh God, I can't just, I'm not going to do it. Yes, I want to wake up my kids. Yes, I want to be like, I'm going to call somebody, but I didn't. I was like, I can do this. I can do this. So I got up and I was like, okay, so what I did, and I need to stop doing this because I don't know, somebody could be waiting on me. I don't know. So what I did is I got up and opened the front door, opened the front door of my house and looked out and I closed it. I was like, okay. So I did, I came back to, back to my room and I just started reading the Bible. And I remember something and, um, there was something in my daughter's, um, dentist office, which was Philippians chapter four, verse eight. Was it Philippians? I think that's what it was. It was something. I think it was Philippians. Yeah, it was Philippians chapter four, verse eight. So I was like, okay. So as I was, before I started to get to chapter four, I started reading, I think I started Ephesians chapter two, maybe. Yeah, something like that. It said, don't be anxious for nothing, but in everything, but press uh, prayer, of course, be known to God. So I just started like, oh, wow. Like, I needed to, I needed this. So I just started reading my Bible, and I just asked God to help me to not feel so anxious to calm my brain down just shut my brain off be like i don't know where my brain be going just shut it off and i was like i don't know what else to do i'm just tired meaning like i'm tired of my brain just all over the place and i was just telling him like god this helped me you know just help me with this and i was like before i hadn't knew it i was reading the bible and i was just talking to god Making my request known to Jesus. You know, I was telling him about my situation. Telling him about my situation and stuff like that. Telling him what's been bothering me and stuff like that. How I want my um, business and how I want to do this. I mean, I was just telling him different stuff that I want in my life. And then I was like, okay. So I got that through talking to him and read my little Bible. I'll start watching the news. You know, I just start watching the news and and everything, and um, I, you know, just start watching news, but, you know, I was like, okay, at that moment, I didn't, because when my mom was somewhere, at that moment, I didn't feel like, like God was there, I know he was there, because, you know, I would, you know, I didn't feel his presence, I was like, Lord, you gotta help me, and then I remember, I was like, sitting in my bed, I said, Lord, this Bible has been with me through hell, been through with me through thick and thin, that Bible has came from Longview, came all the way to Houston. I mean, we that Bible was in the hotel. We stayed in the hotel, opened up to um, Psalms 91. I said, this Bible has really been with me every step of the way. And I said, wow, just like you is with me every step of the way. You said, you know, leave me nor forsake me. And I was like, I need to, to really to just have that moment. And I said, God, forgive me. I know I haven't been reading my Bible like I should. And praying, I said, I'm going to start because I want so much more out of life. Yes, I know things comes up, life happens, but I can't just not neglect you because you have been too good to me. So I just had to tell y'all that little story. So now we're at think it and say it. Think it and say it. Think it and say it. Okay, it said, I'm not separated from, I'm not separated from God in any way. I am a he is an ever-present helping in my time of trouble. His present, I mean, his ever-present bring me help. I recognize that he's already in me. 
that what makes my faith work. God is not far off. He is right here, right now. I'm surrounded by his love and elope and elope and his presence. Therefore, I am not afraid. I, I am not trying to live for God. I'm living from him. His power is in me. His presence is is in me. His love is me. And nothing can ever separate me from the love of God, which is Christ Jesus, my Lord. So, nothing, I mean, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. He's your ever-present help. So, that means, like, when the devil comes in and try to throw those little pirate darts, you better learn how to pick up the word of God, know how to speak like, and let him until the devil go back to the pits of hell. So, we have that same power that rose Jesus from the dead. That is the same power delivering us. So, he, so he's telling us we have the power to defeat him. We have the power, but we have the power, but we must put it to work. We have to put our faith to work. We have to put it to work. The enemy's not gonna stop. He's gonna keep coming and keep coming until he be like, okay, okay, I, I'll leave her alone with that. And then he's gonna come at you with something else. So you gotta be on your A game. That's why I say, that's why it's best. That's why the Lord said, put on your full armor. Put on your armor. So put your armor on. So I just want to give y'all that today and just know that God will never leave you nor forsake. He's there with you. He is not far off from you. He's always there. He's right here, right there. Right, He's everywhere you go. God is right there. Helping right there when you need him. He's right there. He's your ever-present help. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope y'all have an amazing Wednesday and just... Know that God is not far off from you. And hopefully I will be able to do a podcast tomorrow if I have power or whatever the case may be. So y'all be safe out there. Be prepared for whatever this weather do, whatever this weather changes, whatever. Just be ready. If God, if people trying to tell you to get out, get out. If there's a warning, take heed to the warning. There's just not a warning for you to do what you want to do. There's a there's there's a reason why they give you warnings, so you know, just be safe and stay prayed up. And so until next time, ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a blessed and awesome Wednesday.